What's up, guys? Welcome back to What Guys Talk About. The next installment of What Guys Talk About. Episode 6. We're moving along. Yeah, slowly but surely. Sorry if uh, my voice uh, gets all freaky. I've been yelling for two days straight at children. JC's a coach. Um, he coaches wrestling. He just does. Oh he does yeah, not, we, we might want to specify <laughs> that he does not yell at children randomly. He 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 is a coach and he's disciplining. No, disciplining I, I wouldn't athletes. say. I wouldn't say disciplining. This was it was a tournament, so it was really loud gym with a billion different people in there and trying to get them to hear you telling them what to do and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But it was good. We did good as a team. It's there were like 60 teams. We took like, I think, 18, 19 kids. Um, there were 60-something teams, and we took 19th overall. So we're getting there. Not bad. Yep. We There were teams there that had 50 kids, so to only take 19 and do that well. It's a lot of wrestling. It's lots of wrestling. Yep, we had we had at least half of the kids place. So yeah, um, state tournament baby. <laughs> so in our last episode, we talked about um, kind of setting <clears throat> goals and how we do not necessarily agree with the terminology of shoot, what's the word? Uh, I can't even think of, of, of resolution, setting yes, a New Year's resolution. Um, but in lieu of that, it got me thinking. And one of the big th- problems that we have in America is obesity. Um, technically, I'm a victim of that. According, according to statistics, I'm, I'm obese. Um, so, I mean, it's yeah. understandable. I think approximately... Let's see, I'm reading an article right here now. And approximately 160 million Americans. So like 160 out of what? There's like 300 million, 330 million, something like that. So 160 million Americans, almost a third or over a third, are obese. What? It's a lot of people. But to be fair, I don't. I don't know how accurate the obesity scale is because they don't really take into consideration. It's just true. your there's, height and weight. There's a lot of factors that go into it. And what a lot of people don't necessarily understand or realize is that, sure, you have a, a man or a woman that's 300 plus pounds. And it's 300 plus pounds of just, you know, fat. You know that they're obese. It's not like a mystery. But at the same time, you take a professional bodybuilder that is 6'2 and weighs 315 pounds, and he's 6% body fat, which means that there's almost no fat on his body, just enough for him to live and have his, his, all his organs function properly, and you, it's just rippling muscle. He also, despite that fact, is considered obese. Yeah, which doesn't. So we want to, I think it. it's important to kind of talk about what it means to be, um, what it means to be fit 
And There's a difference between being fit and being healthy. They they coincide together, but someone can be fit and also be unhealthy. That bodybuilder... That would probably be me. I'd probably be fit and unhealthy because... Yeah. Yeah. I'm neither. But that <laughs> that bodybuilder that's 300 pounds of muscle looks really fit, and he's capable of a lot of things, but that's not that's not a sustainable weight for his body. His heart is working just as hard as it would be on someone that's just 300 pounds of fat. And a lot of people don't necessarily realize that. I mean, human bodies are designed to move. You look at the skeletal structure, you yep. look at how the muscles work, how all the tendons, joints, ligaments, everything works together to have the human body be in motion. And, yeah, and not only, yeah, to constantly be in motion. Exactly. It's not It's not meant to be sedentary at all. Mm-hmm. So we need to get up and move, you know, like. Yep. And there's a, there's a saying that's becoming more and more popular that sedentary is becoming the new silent killer. I could see that. I, I could see that. That makes a lot of sense because there's so, like, okay, let's just look at the, the younger kids. I work, I work with a lot of middle schoolers, right? Being a wrestling coach. And a lot of them love to play video games. Oh, yeah. A lot of them spend a lot of time on video games. And what are you doing then? Sitting, sitting around. You're not getting that full exercise you need, you no. know? And we have, like, the, what is it? The Play 60 or whatever. Or is that still around? I don't I don't know if it is or not. We had that. I haven't seen commercials for that in a long time. It's like, come on, NFL, get, get out, back on it. Get out and we'll work out or play do something for 60 minutes a day exactly and yeah you need you need to be i i feel like that 60 minutes should be more than just it should be something that you push yourself you know you're you're making your body work it's not it's not something that's like you're just going to take it easy, but you're still going to be moving around. It's so, something you should. So getting push your heart yourself. rate elevated through physical activity. And that's, yeah. And that's the big point is if you don't raise your heart rate, you're not going to see any improvement with anything. Yep. Um, recently in one of my classes at the university, we were talking about this and our professor brought up a statistic that in 2012, I don't remember the exact numbers, but I'm like 99% sure that in 2012 he said that it was approximately 8.4% of Americans' um, deaths were caused by obesity. So that obesity caused 8.4% of all deaths in America in 2012. In 2018, that percentage raised up to approximately 15.3%. So in six years, it has almost doubled. The, the the obesity being the cause of death has almost doubled in six years. And I, I think the important thing to remember with that too is most of those aren't going to be be that, you know, that bodybuilder, that mm-hmm. that fit guy, you know, that that is technically obese, you know. His heart might, his body might be too, quote unquote, big for his heart. You know, his weight might be too up there. Um, but most of those people are going to be the people that are sitting around all day, 
that are eating junk food all the time. Exactly. That aren't treating their bodies even remotely like they should. Mm-hmm. There's a TV show. Um, what's the name of the network? Oh, T. It's not TMZ. Um, TLC. 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 Yeah. I and think it's, it's called. Like... I think the name of the show is called uh, Family. Uh, Family by the Ton. Oh, I don't know. Something I like that. Seen that. It's a show about it. where they they follow this family in particular that's obese every single member in that family weighs more than 400 pounds one of their sons weighs 700 pounds 700 pounds how old is he Eh, young like early 20s holy crap he was so the whole point of the show, from my understanding, um, I could be completely wrong about this, is for them to go in there, talk about it, and hopefully realize what they're doing to themselves, to their lives, and the ones around them. Because at that point, you're not only harming yourself, but you're harming your relationships with others because of the yep. stress that you're adding into their lives. Yep. Um, I mean, I don't even... I can't even fathom what it would be like to weigh 700 pounds, but apparently he... He um, spends most of his days naked because How there's... How many calories does he consume a day? So at this point, I don't think he's eating more than 6,000 a day. Okay, but still. Which is a lot. 6,000 calories still a lot is a of food. ton. Like... But he was pleased with himself because he lost 10 pounds within two weeks. But what a lot of people don't okay. realize... Me, myself, I fluctuate between 270 and 280 pounds. Mm -hmm. So I'm a big boy. I probably have about 30 pounds of just fat on my frame at any given time. I'm not calling myself fat. I'm just saying that there's fat there that is not being beneficial at all for my body. And it's harming me. And And, it's just there. And the thing is, too, is your body needs fat it does it needs some sort of fat on it like it's recommended guys that are under i think it was two percent body fat are in a like it's it's sketchy i don't think you i don't think it's possible to be below four i think below four you're literally starving your body to the point that it is killing itself yeah so it was like i know for wrestling i think it was um if you were under five percent body fat you had to get a doctor's note that you were okay to yep. to wrestle. If you if the women, it's seven percent, and that's just because well, that's how our bodies work. You know, yep. the women need that extra insulation a little bit more, but our bodies need that fat. Exactly. But we can't have it in excess. But I have it. Excess. I have it in excess. Yeah. And I'm I'm reasonable. I've been people have always been like. Stop fat shaming yourself. You're not fat. You look great. And I'm not fat shaming myself. I'm just being honest in the fact that I have an excess amount of body fat that I don't want there. And so in lieu, I am fat because I have stuff that shouldn't be there. So how do we get rid of that? Hold on, hold on, hold on. We'll get there. We'll get there. Getting back to my point. So me weighing 270 to 280 
depending on the day. I will fluctuate 10 pounds up or down inside of a week easily. And majority of that fluctuation is just um, water retention. So how much oh, water yeah. is in my body. So if I drink a ton of water on Tuesday, obviously I'm going to weigh more on Wednesday because my body's retaining that water. If I don't, if I have a bad day of drinking water and I don't drink nearly as much as I should, then I'm going to be lighter the next morning because I'm going to be a lot more quote unquote dried out. Yeah. So this man, he lost 10 hundred or 10 pounds in a week, which to some is like 10 pounds in a week. That's great. When you're yeah, 700 that's... pounds, that 10 pounds was just because he didn't drink the two water bottles or the two sodas. That 10 pounds was just his body peeing out fluids that were in there and it was just water retention. He he didn't lose a single ounce of fat. I guarantee that. Without a doubt, I'll take that to my grave that he did not lose a single ounce of fat. That the the weight that fluctuated was just water and that if he started drinking normally at least 8 cups of water a day, then it would be exactly where it was before. Exactly. I I'm I'm speechless. I just don't. I can't fathom. So I I'll, I'll wake up in I'll wake big. up in the morning and I'll be two seventy five. I can go to bed weighing anywhere between two seventy and two eighty, just depending on how I drink for the day. Yeah. And what foods I have. So if I eat a lot of rice, then I'm gonna hold on to a lot more of that moisture because well, rice will grab onto everything. Like, uh, like for wrestling, you you have to know that weight. You have to make weight. You know, mm -hmm. and, and you you realize like, okay, if I go pee right now, that'll be you're losing those that, you know six point, ounces, yeah, or point two to point six. If I go take a dump, I could lose two pounds. Ugh. Watch, like, JC, you don't want to get too crude on here. Seriously though, exactly. but uh, but even like down to our clothes, we're like, okay, these shoes could be anywhere from two to four pounds, you know. But and not everybody needs to do that. that but that's, that's a normal just... thing in all and in any sport. Um, just being specific for athletics right now, any sport that you have to make weight, water cutting will always be present because there's always going to be people yep. that are one or two pounds over where they should be, and then they'll water cut. So in in essence, anyone that doesn't know what water cutting is, a few days before the you sweat, for the competition, sweat. they'll drink a lot of water spit too much in a bottle. do everything that they can to load up and then when you stop drinking water your body will pee out everything that's in there and you could drop 10 pounds in three days you're eating just nothing from, but just from peeing all the fluids yep you spit in a bottle all day long. you wear sauna suits you go jogging you should sweat all everything out yeah it's that, and and they've gone to make a lot of bands for stuff like that because like you can't get in a hot tub or a sauna during the season now because, for wrestling, yep, yeah, for wrestling, for wrestling. You can't. because you can cut so much weight so yep. quickly, and it's unhealthy. They won't even let you. You can only lose two pounds a week. Yeah, at least that's when when I was in high school and wrestling still. Yep, but this but. this kind of goes back to the the main point of there's a difference between being healthy and being fit. You can be fit and healthy, and but you can also be fit and unhealthy. Okay, so let's say that I'm. Um, me, but a 700-pound version of me. What do I need to do, Ben? Um, you need to hire a maid to come and give you sponge baths 
twice a week to get underneath all the fat folds. Okay, well, I was meaning to lose the weight, but thanks um, for the hygiene tip. I mean, so there's a, there's kind of this saying in the fitness world where anyone that starts lifting or exercising, regardless of whether they've done it or not before, if they have a long gap between when they've exercised previously or if they've never exercised, when they start um, performing it consecutively, it's called they'll experience something called newbie gains. Yep. And it's you will you will see huge gains or losses within yep. like so you can get weeks, experience massive two weeks, weight loss. Three weeks. Um if you're if that's what you're going for, if you're going for weight loss, it'll be a lot easier to do that in the first week up even up until two to three months. Um if you're trying to add mass through weightlifting, you'll gain a lot of muscle mass in a short amount of time. And you you'll see your strength go up too. To exactly. a certain point, but but the tricky part is is that a lot of people um, stick with it or see terribly. that initial result and they're like, "Awesome, I've made my goal. I weigh X amount of weight right now. I'm this amount of I have this amount of strength. I'm really fit." And then they go back to how they were living their life before, and they don't understand that it's something that you have to maintain. And something that has to be a constant measure in your life, regardless of whatever the goal is, whether it's weight loss, adding strength, having a better cardiovascular system, regardless of whatever it is, you have to be constant with it. Well, and and when, when we say that they go back to the way they were before that, we don't just mean oh, they stopped working out as much. We mean they, they literally, they, they'll go back, they'll eat exactly what they ate before. Mm-hmm. Yep. They, they just fall into all those bad habits, and then you'll start to see the gains happen and come back exactly. in the uh, opposite way a whole lot quicker because bo- that's what your body's used to. Yep. So you, need to, you need to maintain um, that, that lifestyle. It's, it is not... It is a change of lifestyle. It's it's reaching those goals and keeping those goals for the rest of ever. The the human body is amazing in the fact that it'll pick the path of least resistance to keep itself alive. Yep. But at the same time, if you abuse that, it can hurt you because it will pick the path of least resistance. It is hard to maintain um, physical fitness. It is hard to maintain physical wellness. Because of the fact that you have to be constant with it, you have to have it constantly be a part of your life and make a, a change in your lifestyle so that instead of I'm going to go to the gym for three weeks so I can look good for seven months, it's I'm going to go to the gym for three weeks so I can have the habit of continuing to be here so I can look good for those seven months and continue to look good for those seven months. Or I'm going to go to the gym for three months wow amazing i lost 10 pounds of of fat because i i look more toned and i weigh less so i know that i've lost weight while also getting stronger but now i have to keep going because if i stop everything's going to go back to the way it was before well that and the human body like we already said is spectacular um you can push yourself and continue to grow constantly. Um, so I would say that once you reach that first goal of like, let's say your goal is to, I don't know, 
getting her biceps to be an inch bigger. <laughs> I don't know. Which is a lot. That's a good that, goal. That is a good goal. But let's say you gain it, right? You're you're working out. You hit that goal. You're like, sweet, I'm right where my biceps want to be. Well, set a new goal. Say, okay, like now I'm going to – I want to maintain this, but now I want to be able to – squat 200 pounds <laughs> i don't know like just depending on the person you know like figure out what you want and then once you reach that goal once you set that goal and reach it make another one yep you always have to set new goals and and you can push your body to do things you never even imagined you could do exactly um which so we've we've talked we've touched upon the fact of kind of you need to be constant with the work that you put in, but the the actual the physical part of work whether it is um, doing whether you're walking you're jogging you're swimming you're in the weight room you do yoga regardless of all the things that you can do for that physical labor a lot of people don't understand that that's not the most important part of having a healthy and fit lifestyle. In fact, I would even say venture to say that the the actual exercise portion of that is the third most important. That first primarily would be sleep mm. and second nutrition. I agree. Um so such on nutrition first because sleep doesn't take that long to talk about <laughs> diets diets nutrition right i hate That's the word diet. Diets? diets i hate when people say i'm on a new diet i'm dying inside that's what diets say to me <laughs> diets are all good and and they're fine but again going back to what we talked before someone will get on a diet for three months they'll see remarkable results and then they think that they're good. Well, that and a lot of diets are not needed. It's more that we need to substitute things. You know, like you'll hear something. I don't know. There are some crazy diets out there. But like, I don't, I don't even know where to begin. Um, but a lot of times it's more just watching what you eat. And instead of, mm-hmm. instead of eating you know, that bag of chips, go and eat a celery stick or something, you know, like it's, it's just small things like that. It's not, it's not a diet. It's literally just switching in and out the things that you eat. Yep. And I don't know. So there's, there's a lot of fads right now. You go on the internet and you, you Google top 10 diets in the U S and you'll get 30 different results. I don't know. It's probably going to be some Dr. Oz garbage that doesn't hold any weight. Um, but for example, a really big, a really big one right now is a keto diet. Keto, a ke- the, the keto style diet has been around since the early eighties. It's not news. Oh, it's wait. not new. This says that veganism and vegetarians, vegetarianism are diets. I mean, I guess technically it would be yeah. a, a form of diet. But... It could be. But, but just uh, keto-specific right now, that's been around already for 30-plus th- years. 
but it's being treated like it's brand new within the last couple of years. Yeah. And that's because we as humans Short-term go through memory. fads. <laughs> um, you know, every three years there's a new crazy fun thing and everyone jumps on board because it's different and it's new and, and they want to be a part of that excitement. All the keto diet is, is no to very low carbohydrates, higher in fats, high in protein. Yep. All it is. Um, you can go to the level where you um, check the ketones that your body is producing through your blood work. If you want. If yeah. you want to. I wouldn't, unless it's like, you can do that if you want. I probably don't. I wouldn't. Necessarily I mean, it's like, not necessary. It's, it's not. It's a whatever kind of thing. You can be that specific if you want to, but it's not really necessary. Um, but the good thing about the, the, the ketogenic diet is that if you can get through three months of following it, you're probably going to be living a healthier lifestyle afterwards because we are a lot more addicted to carbohydrates than we realize. And if you go for two to three months without having any carbs or a very low amount of carbs, your body will not crave them anymore. And it will not have that need that needs to be satiated anymore and that you'll be able to see something and look at it and be like, that looks good, but I don't need it. I don't feel the desire like I have to have it right well, now. Well, and it's like, it's like the same thing with soda, right? Anybody who's taken a break longer longer than like two weeks of not drinking soda you've realized that like yeah sure it's it tastes good but you're not constantly like i need a soda and And you you don't you don't that's not your go-to thing you know exactly and that's because your body at that point has become less reliant on what the caffeine or the sugar whatever yeah you you drink or you eat something long enough and your body's going to gain a dependence upon that because it has gotten used to having such high levels of it in your system. And I mean that that kind of goes that right there just the sugar and everything can tie into sleep. But like your body will run off of that sugar. That's that that sugar is the first energy source that your body goes to. And so going back to the, you know, working out the exercise of things, right? If you're going to do something, you're going to have to do it for longer than 30 minutes. Exactly. Because you have that 30, you have a 30 minute window where your body is going to burn off that sugar Mm -hmm. and you're not going to burn any fat, which that fat is, is a long-term storage of energy for your body. So after that 30 minutes, all of your sugar is depleted. Your body will start working that fat and breaking down the fat to get the energy. And that's, that's why, that's why you need to, you know, work out for, for longer periods of time. And we as Americans, not dissing America, I'm dissing the societal norm that has come through the years. We have, as Americans have made it a norm to stop eating food as food and eating it as an activity. Yep. There's it's Sunday. Your football team's playing. Let's have some of those the the mini hot dogs and 
let's have some chips and salsa. Let's have some sodas because we're sitting back and we're relaxing and we're watching our team play. <laughs> oh, we're having a party? All right. Bring out the dip. Bring out the cake. Bring out the pie. Yummy. I'm the pie guy. Where's the pie? <laughs> exactly. You know, there's we have all these events and these events always are catered with food because it's not and it's not because we need to feed ourselves it's because we enjoy eating that and we use that as an activity and there there's no problem with that but there is when it's to the extreme yep. you know when we're when when you do when it in moderation eating. it's fine when you do it just to do it that's when like problems start Super arising Bowl sunday sure i'm going to yeah. pay out i'm a victim of that society because i love eating those whatever they're called the little tiny wiener dogs and barbecue sauce yeah those are my freaking jam yeah i love those, those good, so though. much but i'm conscious that i probably shouldn't be eating like that and i know that i'm going to deal yeah, those, with those... the repercussions of that later whether it be that i'm sick whether it be that i feel like garbage the next day whether it be that i'm not gonna feel well for the next week because i ate poorly one day yeah well on that i mean i just keep going back to just watch what you eat, you know, mm -hmm. and a lot of it could be just count your calories, you know, look up, see how many calories you need in a day. I mean, for, if you want to lose weight, you do not need to go any more complicated than you expend more calories than what you put in. Yeah. So no, whatever amount of calories easiest, you put in, then you have to, to put, put out it. more. You can get apps on your phone. That you just pull up and be like, oh, I had a, this kind of sandwich. Yep. This stuff was on it, and it'll tell you how many calories were on it, right? Exactly. And you can just look up online, you know, at, just do a, a calorie counter or whatever, and it'll tell you. You just have to, like, enter, like... I think it's just off of your weight or something, or just off your height. I don't. I don't remember. I don't. I haven't looked up one up for a while, um, but they'll. You just put it in, and it'll pull it up, and it says, "Oh, you need to be eating twenty one hundred calories a day, yeah. right?" To ma and that's just to maintain your body weight. If you wanted to gain weight, then you would be. You could eat twenty two hundred calories a day. And you would be gaining weight slowly. Yep. If you wanted to cut weight, you could eat 2,000 calories a day. And you just keep – just track that. Just watch what you do. It's yeah. yeah. It's really not hard, but we've made it hard on ourselves because of the lifestyle that we've created for ourselves through comfort. Somewhere along the line, we went from I'm going to pick this – I'm going to eat this plant or I'm going to hunt this animal – because I need to feed my body. I need to give my body fuel. Somewhere we went from that point to I'm going to eat right now because I feel like it. So let's look at this. Let's let's say we're counting calories. And I have a goal to lose one pound a week. Okay. One pound is going to be 3,500 calories. Okay. You split that up over seven days. Right, mm -hmm. you're not gonna be knocking off that many calories, right? No. And chances are, the average that's that's 500 calories throughout the day. Yeah, like that. It's 
it's really not that bad, right? And then if you're exercising on top of that, you're burning more calories. So you can actually, if, you, if you're exercising, you can eat more calories because you've burned off all of that already. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's, it's literally just watch what you eat. Don't, don't be eating junk food. Go to the store and buy actual food, make food at home, and watch your sugar intake. Don't drink as much soda, you know, and just count your calories if you need to. Like, it's, it's, it, it's a simple, granted, I will say it's kind of easier said than done, but it is a simple process. And once you get, once you, once you take time with it, you'll get the hang of it and it'll become easy. It'll become a habit. The idea of it is easy, but the willpower that we have for ourselves to overcome those cravings and those what we see as needs, that's the hard part. It's true. The actual science behind behind it is really simple and straightforward. Yeah. Um, But I, I could talk about this for hours just because it's something that I'm passionate about. Obviously, if you know me in real life and you've seen me, you know that I'm, I don't have it a visible six pack or anything there's still a lot of me to love hey it's just you got a six pack just chilling in the cooler but right now my current goals in life aren't to be eight pack and 10 percent body fat my goals right now in life are to get as strong as i can be as strong as possible for the highland games and so what i'm eating and what i'm doing are going to be different than for someone that just wants to focus on losing weight and because that, i'm trying to maintain and add strength yeah and that just goes back to your goals and what you want exactly. and you have specialized that for yourself so like if you're somebody that doesn't need to lose any weight even though everybody seems to say they want to lose weight and all this and that right yep. but let's just say that you do want that six-pack you're not going to go out and just do something that's not going to help for that, right? You're not going to sit around on the couch all day and just mentally think, "I want a six pack," that and then nope, change you your lifestyle or like change your eating habits. You have to put in the work. To you have see to. The results. You have to start doing those sit ups every day, you yeah. know. And I mean, six pack. That's. That's kind of a rough one because anything will help with that. You do squats, you do deadlifts. Uh, it'll all help with that core. Let's but. let's 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 finish off the the nutrition portion with this little metaphor or analogy or whatever it is. Right. You go to a gas station to put gas in your car. Okay. You're driving a car. You're not going to put diesel gas in it if it's a gas vehicle, right? I would hope not. Yeah. If you put diesel in it, you're going to ruin the engine. If you put the wrong kind of gas you might not ruin it but it's not going to run as well as it it's supposed to yeah our bodies are the same way our bodies are machines we have to put use the right kind of gas if we put the wrong fuel in our bodies it's either going to make us crash and burn or we're not going going to be performing at a level that we have the potential to perform well and even even with that with that analogy you pull up to the gas pump there's three different types of gas you can put in one gas tank yep. for a gas vehicle and you have good and you have better and you have the best yeah and and that's i mean it's up to you and it they will all work 
you know, but it's, it's up to you what you're going to put into it and what you put in is what you're going to get out. Exactly. And if you try to put too much gas in your car, it's not going to be used and it's going to overrun and it's going to create issues. If you don't put enough gas into your car, you have the same problems. You're only going to get so far before you burn out and crash. Um, but let's move on just to the last portion, just sleep. I think sleep in this day and age, especially something that is extremely underrated. Um, yeah. Related to, um, weight I'm, training and I'm getting in shape. I'm not should talk about this. A lot of people. sleep schedule <laughs> is like all over the place. A lot of people might not realize that if you're trying to gain strength, majority of the muscle mass that you get cut or that you gain happens during your sleep cycles that yeah you go to the gym you have a really good workout you feel that you've exhausted all of your muscles but you don't actually gain that strength you gain it throughout the day but you gain the majority of it while you're sleeping when you're in that deep sleep when you're going through those REM cycles when you have the dog here comes the puppy down the stairs um but even if it's, even if you just want to live a healthy lifestyle, you're not going to feel well if you're sleeping three hours one night, nine hours the next day, six hours, eight yeah, hours, four hours, ten hours to try to catch up. You're never going to feel good about it, you know? If you want to feel the best that you can feel, you need to have a sleep routine set up for yourself. That you're going to bed at the same time every night and that you're waking up at the same time every night. Yep. Now, is it always going to happen like that? No. No, because life happens. Some nights, if you're a student, maybe you have to stay up late writing an essay or something, studying for a test that you have the next day. Maybe you have to get up early to get into work because they called you in the night before. And and with that, I would say, like, learn your own sleep cycle. Like, exactly. learn what your body needs. Like, yes, eight eight hours is recommended. But for me personally, if I get eight hours of sleep, it's too much. I'm groggy if I get eight. Yeah, me too. I'm like, I sit around five, five and a half. Yep. Some people only need four hours. They're anomalies, but it happens. Some people need nine, nine and a half hours. If they get anything less than that, they can't function. So everybody functions differently. But not only will it help you feel better if you have a, a good sleep routine set up, it's also going to increase um, your levels of happiness. It's going to establish a better base for you emotionally and mentally there's really not any bad sides to having a good sleep routine it, it improves all aspects of your life um and i think it also like it it pulls it full circle all of these tie together um because once you start working out you're gonna want to sleep more mm-hmm. and you're gonna want I don't know. Me, when, whenever I work out, if I go and think like, oh, I'm going to go get this nice big burrito now, I usually don't think like that. My my mind switches and is like, I don't think so. That sounds gross. You know, your body is going to want to start eating healthier. You're going to start getting that sleep more. As you start to sleep more and get the sleep that you need, you're going to feel more well-rested and be able to work better the next day, stay awake all day, you know, and it's still just going to push back to that nutrition of your body is is going to want, you know, more sure. health, like to be in that healthier position. Exactly. 
So, yeah. just, I don't know. We've kind of yeah. talked about a lot tonight. We've kind of drug on. If you've made it this far, you're amazing. Um, also, if you made it this far, you probably listened to last week's episode. If you're really wondering what that noise was at the end, I was unscrewing and rescrewing a bottle cap on a on a bo- on a soda bottle. Yeah, that was the mystery noise. Um, <laughs> but I think that's that's all for now. But thanks again for listening, and keep tuning in. Tell yep, your friends. Tell your friends. Reach out. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at What Guys Talk About. So send us messages or whatever you want for things that we can talk about in the future. But that's all for now. Yeah, let us let us know what you guys think, and we'll keep working. We're uh, setting up a time for some interviews right now. So. Yep. And we'll see you next time. Yep. Peace out, guys.